What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I am so grateful that you're back here, and it's Thursday, and we have an amazing guest interview today. I know that this interview, this conversation is going to shed light on some aspect of your life. What I love about this interview is that we are not just talking business, so maybe you listen to this podcast, but you know you know what? Business doesn't have my heart tugs. (laughs) I don't want to be a business owner. I'm not an entrepreneur. And that's exactly what we talk about in this episode. And I love how real Rachel and I get. This conversation is so amazing and I cannot wait to jump into it. Before we jump in, I just want to give you guys some background on who Rachel is. She's one of my great friends. We actually connected via social media, which actually we chat about how we met at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. She is Rachel Marie official on Instagram. Rachel is the CEO of Go-Getter Girl Company. She's obsessed with teaching women to embody their go-getter, manifest their dreams, and 10x their life and income. She is so amazing. She has virtual courses, and she also has a physical product. So she has her company, which does planners. Like, guys, literally, if you've seen my stories, how I plan out my day, I am using Rachel's Go-Getter Girl planner, which I'm obsessed with. So anyway, let's jump right into the episode. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think of this and what your biggest takeaways are. Tag me, tag Rach on Instagram and let us know. All right, let's dive in. Hey friends, and welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm your host, Annie, Air Force officer turned serial entrepreneur, author, CEO, fitness expert, and personal growth junkie. Honestly though, guys, I'm just like you. I choose every single day to get uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely. And that's exactly how I've built a life I am freaking obsessed with. And I want you to know that you're capable of the same. Here in this fam, yes, you're officially a part of the fam. We choose every day to quit our excuses, ditch the negativity, and embrace our best lives. Literally nothing is off the table when it comes to the conversations we're going to have together. We'll chat fitness, mental health, relationships, personal growth, business, and I'm certain we're going to laugh together, but please don't hold it against me if we cry together too. I know you'll leave this episode with the confidence and excitement to grow from your mistakes, pursue your passions, and ultimately own your life. Now let's get on with it. It's time to get uncomfy. All right. Hi, everyone. It is Thursday, and you're back on the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. And I am literally so excited to intro my friend Rachel is with us here today. Hey, Rachel. Don't hate me. How do you say your last name? Sproha, but everyone knows me as Rach Marie, even though yes. my name is Rachel. So you got that right. <laughs> okay. I literally have you in my phone as Rach Marie. So yeah. everyone does. I love it. It's my internet name. Yes. Got it. Got it. Your <laughs> alias. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I am literally beyond excited to have you on today. And guys, if you're listening, Rach and I have been chatting about this for so long, wanting to get her on the podcast because she has some really awesome experiences that I wanted her to chat about and us to honestly just have a really authentic conversation about. And so Rachel, I'm just going to ask for everybody who doesn't know you, can you just give us a little detail of who you are, what you're about and all those sort of things? Yes. Well, thank you, Annie, for having me on the show. Literally, we've been trying to schedule this, but between all her businesses and all mine, it's always like podcasting, unfortunately, gets like 
the last end of the stick. But we are going to make this an amazing episode for you guys. So I'm Rachel. Rachel Marie is what everyone calls me. I'm the founder of Go Getter Girl Company, which is a new company. We sell planners. So I'm the owner of a planner company. And then I'm also known for my business in life coaching. So got two different things going on, but they kind of mesh together. And a lot of what you guys are going to learn today is just a little bit about like leaving an unfulfilling life. And so I'm actually from Connecticut and now I live in Florida. I used to work a completely different job and now I'm in a completely different space. So I'm excited for you guys to hear about the, the real honest truth behind everything. Yeah. And that is all what we are about here. And so I love that. And Rachel, like you're such an authentic kind of representation of what I stand for. We're so similar in that when just like you realize you don't want something and you're like, you know what, I'm going to pursue more. And it's hard. It's uncomfy. It's scary. But I mean, I love seeing you just absolutely thrive and inspire so many people now with everything that you do. And so let's dive right in and let's actually chat about like where you were and how many years ago was this? So we can kind of have a little bit of a time frame. It's so funny you asked that because I literally, I've been saying the same amount of years for like, you know what I mean? Like for way too long. Yeah. And my, my fiance yesterday was like, Rachel, it's been like three years, dude. Like, so I think it's been three years. I keep saying two. So it's between two and three because I don't know exactly, but it has not been that long at all. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So guys, and honestly, quick, like little plug for anybody who is unfulfilled it doesn't have to be something that happens 10 years from now. Like it literally can be a decision that you make today. Maybe Rachel inspires you to to do something about your current circumstances. And one of the biggest things I wanted to talk about on this episode was just everybody out there who has this heart tug to do more and be more and how many options out there there really are. I mean, I do a million different things. And I think so many times people think, Oh, none of those are really options for me, but it's so refreshing to hear your perspective. Yeah. So I actually, like, I always take notes during podcast interviews and something I wrote down because I did not want to forget was you don't need to become an entrepreneur. So I just wanted to say that because I'm sure you have a lot of just like women out there that are listening, maybe women, men, whoever's listening. And they're like, okay, Annie obviously is an entrepreneur. She has three different businesses. Now Rachel's on the show and she's an entrepreneur. Now she's going to tell us about two different businesses, but I want you guys to know just starting this episode, even if you're not an aspiring entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, I think you will find this episode relatable, inspiring. I promise we're not going to like just do business tips. So that's the first thing I want to say. So if you are in a place of feeling unfulfilled and you're like, well, like that's not for me because I don't want to become an entrepreneur or it doesn't always have to be a career thing. It can be mm-hmm. honestly, like what you just said about options. My whole new thing I've been saying is like, create a life where you have options. Yeah. So if you're stuck at your job that you don't like, and the reason you don't like it is because you have no options, like you have no say, and you feel like you don't have the ability to do X, Y, and Z, then maybe it is a career shift for you, but that doesn't mean you have to like go to a completely different career. It could be, you just find a new, like you look on to get new interviews and you, you know, find different opportunities, then you go for it instead of just sulking in that. So I think that's a really beautiful reminder that like indeed.com exists and just exploring different opportunities is possible but you probably are choosing to stay because it's more comfortable. 
Yes. Okay. And we talk about that all the time here, getting stuck in the comfortable. And I, and I want to say to everybody out there who like, maybe you don't have like an outright giant heart tug to leave your job or to start something new or to start a business, or you don't have like a passion in making earrings for an Etsy store. Like, you know, (laughs) you don't have to be in a place of like absolute ground zero rock bottom to simply want a better life, right? So you can be, you know, I always say this, there's a million reasons to not get uncomfortable. Like things like, well, my job's okay. Like, you know, my, my, my life's decent. I make, you know, I get by, I I make enough money. Right. And so there's so many excuses of why we can just remain comfortable But I think that actually leads to this almost feeling of like jealousy, especially with social media being such a thing and where people kind of look at other lives where you're like making all these excuses why you can't level up your life. But then you're like looking at all these people and you're like, oh my God, like, I wish I could do that. I wish I had those options. (laughs) I wish I had that freedom. I wish I had that income. I wish I had that business. I wish I had that success, whatever it is. So I, I just love that you say that too. Yeah, today on your story, you said something like, it actually motivated me because I was like sitting there in bed. It was 7 a.m. And this week I was like, I'm going to the gym in the morning. Like, it's happening. And you were like, you're sitting there and you're just saying I'm broke or I'm tired. And it's the same like process is coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I was thinking how, you know, I even the past week was saying like, I'm tired and I didn't want to like do the things I wanted to do. But the thing is like your actions like are going to lead to your results. And so we both know that, but we all get stuck in that sometimes. And it's having that real conversation with yourself of like, am I actually doing things to get to where I want to go? So first of all, like, I feel like that ties in and it motivated me, but my post actually yesterday was all about like when women say like, oh, it must be nice. And I know that people say that about you, I'm sure. And I know that people think that about me on my stories and all these things. And they're like, oh, it must be nice to like have that life. And it must be nice to like work in her slippers and whatever, like drive the car she's driving, whatever they're thinking. And it's not about the materialistic things, obviously, but it is like very cool if you can work towards things that you've always wanted to create, whether that maybe it is your dream car or whatever. And so first of all, like they're not lucky, right? So like Annie has a very inspiring story as well. Like I remember you shared it, like you had no money. Like you literally like told me, you were like, I had like a dime in my bank account. And I was just like, okay, like let's just give this a shot. So like, she just tried it on for size I heard that at a conference, try it on for size. And I think that's so, at first I was like, what do they, what do they mean by that? And it means like literally try something on for size and like, see if it fits. And if it doesn't, then what's the worst that's going to happen. And that's how a lot of people got where they go. I love that. I've never heard that phrase actually, but like, Ooh, so much truth right there, because I think we put too much pressure on finding the perfect thing, you know, and not enough focus on the journey. And, you know, in saying yes to this one thing that might not be where you end up, but that could lead you to the next thing, which leads you to the next thing, which leads you to, to the thing you're meant to find. But if you didn't have the courage to try on for size, that first thing, you won't ever find that passion or that thing that lights you up inside. That's so brilliant. Yeah. And that just leads perfectly to literally like the whole topic of this episode is the fact that like when you start that big thing, you have no clue where it's going to lead. Like when I left my job, I seriously like thought I was just going to be like, I had no clue what I was going to do, but I was like, 
oh, I'm just going to be like a fitness coach, I guess. Like yeah. that's what I'm going to do. And it, that's really opened like so many different doors that have led me to a completely different space that I never would have imagined. And so I think that gives people, I'm sure you have hope about that because now you've seen like how miracles can happen and like how the universe works for you. But I don't think like until you take a big risk, you see that because you think like, this is the plan. This is how it's always going to be. And it's like, it's always going to be like that until you start to like actually follow where you're supposed to go. And then other doors are going to open for you. Yeah. And also with that being said, like the more that we take the big risks, the more we trust ourselves to take those big risks. Right. And they're not always going to pan out like guys. And Rachel can talk about this too. In success comes a shit ton of fucking failure. Like I'm just going to be honest. And (laughs) and like we were actually talking before we hit record on just some of the frustrations and you know failures and things that we didn't think you know uh or we thought were going to pan out and didn't really pan out you know and that's just the reality of success right and so anyway though I think gaining the confidence that you need it comes from doing the scary thing it comes from leaning in right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I still remember the day, like I actually put it on Instagram and I wish I like saved the story, but it was like two years ago. So basically to give you like a quick background, like I went to school for psychology. I used to work with kids with autism, special needs. I worked with them on their behaviors and don't get me wrong. I loved it. Like I really, I love it. Like I'm passionate about it. If I'm in the grocery store and like I see a kiddo with autism or down syndrome or anything like special needs, I'm like, Hey, like I want to like hang out with them and like talk with them or whatever. Like it's still a passion of mine, but I had days where I would dread going to work. There were parts of that lifestyle that I didn't see myself aligning with for long-term, but I kept like talking under the rug. Like I was like, no, this is what I went to school for. This is what I'm in my master's for. We're going to make this work. Like I'm going to end up loving it once I'm at the top. Like once I like have my master's, I'll like it. So it was a constant thing like that. And what started to happen was my boss, like we just started, like basically the situation, the environment I was in just got really toxic really fast. And so that was basically a door closing for me that like, at the time I thought like the world was ending. I didn't know why this was happening, but I remember like I ended up leaving. I just, I could not, it was so toxic. So I was like, mom, I'm just going to get another job. Like, I'm just going to leave that job, like start hustling and get another job with the same profession, but just a different place. And so I was taking a while for me to like find another job. And at the time I had a part-time fitness coaching business online. And I always said, I was like, I would never do that full-time. Like that is such a part-time thing to do. Like that's not fulfilling enough to me, right? Like I I would downplay that because I knew secretly I wanted to do it, but I didn't think I could full time and be successful. And so anyways, I remember I called my mom one day, I was like in a parking lot and I just all came over me. Like I was like, it was just like swarming over me. It was like, you need to not go back. Like, I don't know, I can't explain it. I think it's like those situations you just can't explain where you're like, holy shit. Like I just, I was like, I can't go back. So I called my parents because I was still like, I was only like, I don't know how old I was, but I had to tell my parents everything anyways. But at the time I was like, I had no money. Like when I just started to do this, like I had no savings, like I was going to need help in some sort of way, like to be honest, if I was going to not go back. And so my parents told me it was stupid and it was risky and that I needed to stay in my master's, et cetera. Got the whole spiel from everyone in my family. And so what I did was just like, I kind of pretended like I was still looking for jobs where I was actually like hustling and I was like trying to see if this could really work for me I hired my first business coach and I never went back and I had plans to go back to it too I was like I'll go back to my master's in January and I never did because I never needed to because like I literally will never go back again I don't have to I love how like confident even though you felt internally so probably scared (laughs) unsure uncertain but you know in 
hustling while you're still telling, you know, you're telling people, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to find a job. I'm going to, don't worry. I'll, (laughs) I'll do your version of success. But in the meantime, you were like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make my version of success a reality. And so I love that. I think that takes so much strength. I was just like trying it on for size. Like I was really just trying to see like, okay, I had like four clients paying me like, I think like $50 a month or something. Like, I don't know. I had like 200 bucks to my name a month. And and I remember my grandma, who's like my favorite person ever. She always would say to me, like, she would never put me down, but she would say like, Rach, like you might have success with this for like a few months, but is this really sustainable? Like, she was like, I don't want to see you like leave your master's because like everyone else is wired to think that like the degree or like whatever is going to keep you the safest you've ever been. But like really by actually leaving, like I personally, I mean, everyone's different, but I've obviously exceeded the income I was making. I have way more opportunities now and I'm happier now. Like I'm not working for somebody else and not like wondering what if I had fulfilled that career? Like what if I had my own business? Like now I know. And if it didn't work out, I could have went back to school and I could have like done whatever. And so you guys can always like go back. Like you can always do things. Everything's temporary, like everything. Mm -hmm. Literally. And I think it's so, so important to realize that, that we can go back, you know, you could have gone back to your master's in January, like, you know, and what do we lose? That was actually a driving force for me. I actually started multiple things, honestly, at the same time, because I was like, you know what? I would rather try than get five years down the road and wish that I would have tried, you know what I mean? And I think that what you said about just like regret, like that's huge. And if people are listening right now, guys, and, and you feel that, and you have something on your heart to just, you know, to try literally go for it. Like you have absolutely nothing to lose so much to gain so much to, to grow from. And like we said, that experience might actually help you find what you actually are meant to do. Yeah. And I think that even with like go-getter girl company, I never literally in 5,000 million years would think I would do a product. I was always like, I will never have a product-based business, blah, 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 blah. blah. And like, here we are. But um, yeah, let's let's actually talk about that because I have so many people all the time that ask me about my transition to physical products and it has been a journey. And so I wanted to chat with you about what that looked like. Cause you went from, you know, all virtual, right. And doing coaching, life coaching, fitness coaching, like guides, at, you know, yeah. courses, yeah. things like that to an actual physical product. And so what was that like? And also like, like literally from the beginning, like from the moment where you were like, I think I'm doing it. Yeah. I want to do this thing. Yeah. It was kind of like a similar situation with like that swarm of like this, just like feeling you can't explain. And usually, so like my fiance, just to give you a background, he's not an entrepreneur. So I think that's another just quick topic we can say real quick. Like just because you're an entrepreneur does not mean like your significant other needs to be, or just because you're an artist does not mean he needs to be like, you guys can have separate things. And that's how like we even each other out. But anyways, I get big ideas. Well, I wouldn't say I get big ideas all the time, but I'm definitely a visionary where I'll be like sitting on the couch and be like, Oh, like this is whatever, you know, and I'll get an idea. But so whatever. So we were in the car and we were driving, we were going like a three hour road trip. And I don't know what came over me, but I was just like, what if I had a planner company? Like what if instead of telling all my life coaching clients, the same strategies and having them like write it on paper every morning, what if I had a planner company, Chris? And he was like, 
I don't know. Like normally he's like, yeah, yeah, Rachel, like, come on. And he was like, yeah, he was like, wait, like, what if you did? And we just started like literally brainstorming. This was in February, 2020. It was February 1st. So like not that long ago. And we just started literally going back and forth. And I just like could not shake the feeling. I was like, this is happening and I'm a go-getter. So I literally like automatically took out my laptop because we were on a long ride and I was like, why not? And so I started just like literally mapping out like every step that I knew of that I knew would go into this process. So I didn't know anything about starting this business. And I'm sure like you can relate, like starting an apparel company, you probably had no clue what you were doing. Like no one's just like born with like this feeling or like these like strategies to do it. I didn't have a coach at the time that did e-commerce. And so I just did everything I could. I wrote it down. I kind of mapped it out. I mapped out what my planners would include the vision of it, hired a graphic designer. And we just started like literally crossing things off and moving forward with it. And like, we had a product within our first launch was July. So from February to July was kind of like the making it come to life. It was literally the process of the design and then also the manufacturing. So yeah. And okay. (laughs) So I feel like so many people think that there's like, you know, like, yo, you have to have all these magical skills to do things, you know, but literally like break it down as simple as it was like, literally like when you're in the car googling stuff or whatever like what were those first steps like literally like literally yeah I literally googled how to literally start a planner company like I literally googled that and I literally found a course I never ended up watching the course that's the funny part but I bought it it was like a $37 course of how to start a planner company from someone like in the UK and she was explaining this process and it was as simple as that I reached out to like my graphic designers I already knew and I was like hey like is this something you could help me with but yeah, I mean, literally I was looking up like printing factories and like, I had no clue you guys, like how to get, like when I say planner, by the way, I mean like an agenda, like a physical book, like a calendar year book that you guys buy yeah. at like Target, by the way. But yeah, I have no oh idea. God. By the way, they're super freaking cute. I literally have By the way, own. you need them all. <laughs> Back there on the counter, but I literally use it every single day. It's so cute. And I just absolutely love it. So I will link that in the show notes, by the way, because I know I actually talk about it on my story all the time, but like, I know so many people that have also gotten it and they're like, oh my God, I love this. It has all these aspects that I've always wanted in a planner. So yeah. I think we have something very, like, I don't just say this as a founder. I think everyone thinks I do, but like, no, like, I really think our quality is something special. I think like the content is something special and like all of that. So thank you so much, Annie. And yes, your followers have like loved it. So anyways, yeah, it was just a lot of like, I don't know how to do this, but I'm doing it. And so it's still a lot of that, like even six, seven, eight months. And it's like new challenges every single day. And I'm not perfect. And I don't know what I'm doing half the time, <laughs> you know? And I think like, I wrote this down earlier, being a leader is like one about doing the uncomfortable things, but two, like doing the things that like, not everyone's maybe going to agree with or like, like you have to do things for you. And like, I think building this company is in a way bigger than myself. Like it's a little bit different than coaching, but it's a lot, it's just different people on a different level. And you know what I mean? Like you're making a product for their life, like for their lifestyle. And then we have ambassadors and I have a team, like I had to hire people to help me. And so it's been like a really weird transition and journey, but I hope that in 10 years I can listen to this podcast episode and be like, yes, like I overcame that shit, you know, but that's why I love doing these podcasts and talking about the journey because you never know like what part of the journey you catch me on, on these episodes, but it's been a really cool ride. 
Yeah, no, and I so love that. And I love that you're so open about just even currently today, she, guys, like she had an epic launch. She went from digital products to physical products. She's hired people. She's fired people. She's onboarded new people. She started new processes. And still like, you know, you go look at her and she's a freaking badass, successful go-getter. I'm a normal person. <laughs> still, yeah, a normal person that still, you know, what is the saying? It's like new level, new problem sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. that's, that's so true. <laughs> so true. It's problems that like you never guys like would ever, like you think about failing and you're like, oh, like this is exactly what's going to happen. This is why it's not going to work. It's like, no, you're going to fail in ways that you never thought were going to happen or like things were going to come up that like legit. I feel like I can share this now. This is like just yeah. something I can share with your audience. And yeah. like, hopefully it makes you guys realize like you just don't quit. Like, so we ordered all of our planners, right? Like we, for our first launch ever, keep in mind my first launch ever, I'm nervous. I have no clue what's going to happen. These are my babies like coming to me. And we got our products in for the launch that was in like 10 days. No one knows this. I've not shared this before. And I opened the first box of the product and all the planners were damaged. So like all the wires were like bent, like squished, like literally like looks like USPS, like ate them and ran them over. Oh so yeah, and we were like 10 days away and from like actually selling these products and at least 250 of them were like just completely ruined. Like, I mean, ruined, ruined. Oh. And so like, I could have just been like, yeah, like <laughs> quitting right here. Like I seriously wanted to quit. Like I had no clue what I was going to do. I really didn't. It ended up working out. Obviously, like we fixed the problem, but it was like acting under pressure, like knowing what to do. And then like this launch, I was like, things are going to be much better. They're going to be smoother. We're not going to get damaged products because like, I'm going to know how to handle that. But mm -hmm. a different issue arised and it was a big issue again, and we handled it. So all I'm saying is like, you just don't know like what curveballs are going to come your way. And like, there's been days I've genuinely wanted to quit. And I think that's the difference between me and you. Like we share the really shitty moments with people. And I think a lot of people are just like, you know, on these episodes and they're just like, yeah, like I made 1.5 million this year and everything's great, you know, and they're not like sharing that. And <laughs> I think there needs to be more of this because it's not for everyone. Like, I'll be honest, like having your own companies like this is not for everyone, but the people I think that make it like, that's the difference between people who succeed and people who quit. It's like, when you quit too early, you're never going to get to that like destiny that you want to be at. So I'm not a quitter. And I know Annie's not a quitter, but I do think a lot of people quit. I think a lot of people quit when things get hard. So yeah, and that could be with anything, not just like a career or business that you're building. Right. And I just have to say on the note of just being fully transparent, I think it's so funny what you said about when you first had the idea, you literally went to Google to just be like, yeah, who can print these planners, printing companies near me, uh, you know, finding a graphic designer, all this sort of stuff. So when I first had the little inkling to do apparel, <laughs> this is so funny now looking back because where I'm at right now, it's so funny to just remember these moments, but I literally Googled, you know, how to create custom apparel and this like janky website comes up and I literally clicked on, I was like, I want a crop sweatshirt. Anyway, guys, I don't know if any OG followers are listening to this, but I ordered like 50 cropped sweatshirts. I put, it was like some type font, like nothing crazy. I had no logo at this point. It was literally such a, I have this idea and I'm going to execute. And yeah. <laughs> it looks, I still have the sweatshirt actually. Smart to like see the progress from like then your cropped rate, like the jackets you did. Yeah. 
It is so funny, but literally, yeah, I ordered this. I got 50 sweatshirts delivered to my house and I sold those straight from my house. I literally got like little packs from like the UPS store and bundled them off. I wrote every single address on the box, like, you know, and and that's how it started. Like I didn't start off with all these fancy printing labels and all this cute packaging and all the great logoing and, and all this really fancy things. And so if guys, if you're like out there and you, you want to start something, I would just say act, just get it from idea to execution. And it's going to be not perfect on the first try. Thank goodness. Because you know, then where would we improve? Yeah. And Rachel, I know that you have talked about this, just the fact that even your first version of your planner, you were already, after you got it, you're like, Oh, I already know I have these edits to make. I already know I want to improve it in these ways, you know? And so then you're able to go and make those edits, but what if you just never executed on the first time? So I just think that's super cool. Yeah. The process and honestly, it's all in the process and the journey. It's so fun. Yeah, no, it's really fun with what you said about not being perfect. I think that's like what holds a lot of people back is like perfectionism. And like, I've never actually, I don't know about you, but I've never been a true perfectionist. Like in school, I I handed the paper and I was like, "Eh, if it's a C or B, all right. Like I kind of just like, I tried my best, but then I was like, all right, I'm not going to revise the paper 50 times. And I think that like, you know, if that was how you were maybe like in college or something wrong with that, that's like really great. That's a great skill. But I think like when you step into like entrepreneurship, as Angie Lee always says, it's just like messy action. Like you can't be the perfectionist anymore. Like this podcast, I'm sure Annie, actually, I know Annie, you told me like you were thinking about putting the podcast out for a while and you weren't like nervous about putting it out. It was just like all the steps that are going to go with it, like getting a microphone, sitting down to do it, all the things. And so it's more like procrastination in, in a different way. Like we all do that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think procrastination, like perfectionism, fear of failing, those are like the main things that are going to like hold people back. But one that we haven't talked about is clarity of what do I want to do? Because for both of us, like we kind of knew where we were like kind of wanting to go. So I got the download about the planners. You wanted to do Arbon, you loved it and you wanted the clothing, whatever. But for people that are listening right now that are like really unfulfilled, but they don't know what they want to do. I think that's the hard part. Like that's a sticky spot to be. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And honestly, I think that's funny. I think it looks like I knew what I wanted to do, but I honestly didn't. And I never had the vision. Like I'm thinking back, you know, three years now before anything, I literally never had the vision. Not that I didn't have the vision. I just, I really truly didn't think I was capable. Like I would have no idea. And so, you know, there's always a first step and then that opens doors and then that opens. Then all of a sudden your vision is growing and you know what you're capable of and, and all that sort of stuff. And so, yeah. And I don't think I really even knew what I wanted. I think I was in that same phase as you where I was like, I guess I'm just going to be like a fitness online coach. And like (laughs) I had clients, you know, I enjoyed that, but I, wasn't obsessed with it. And I always kind of felt this, like, ah, I'm like, I'm draining myself. I'm not energizing myself with this. And so again, from there, I merged to, instead of doing one-on-one coaching, I merged to the app, which I'm obsessed with, which I love that platform. And then again, yeah, then the apparel. And so again, it's just continued to grow. And the more you do, the more your vision grows. And I think people forget that, you know, you don't have to be at day one, and your vision is like, you know, up to the heavens. Like, wow. yeah, you, I heard this actually, this saying on this past weekend, you don't have to climb the whole staircase on day one, you know? Yeah. And I think that's like such a refreshing thought, a relieving thought, but you also did say something that I want to, have you ever heard the phrase like perfectionism is just fear? 
you know, or yeah. it's like perfectionism is just fear undercover or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's so true. Cause again, like I've really never been like that either. Like <laughs> turning in projects at school, yeah. I'm like, well, put this on, type this thing yeah. up, eh, whatever, good enough. Right. And so I, I so agree. I I've always been somebody who I'm like, you know what I would rather do than spend forever thinking like, about it. Like, perfect it. Yeah. Or like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, again, like you said, there's just always rooms for improvement. Like we got our first draft of our planners back and like, it's a huge process to like review and edit and like all these things, but like, you should see like the first, first ever one compared to like the one you have, it's completely different, but it's because you're able to like, again, create the future you want, but like, you're also able to change anything you want, which you know, but even when it comes down to like this situation, like with creating a product, like I wasn't going to just like put anything out there. Like, obviously I had some sort of like idea of what I wanted. And so like we changed it and like you, we pivoted. And even if that had pushed our time frame back or something, like it still would have been worth it to me, like just a little bit. So, but no, it wasn't perfect or anything like that. But again, like adjusting. So like when things come up, it was like, we had to adjust. And like, like you said, not knowing that like, we can't just like grow to like a multi-million dollar company overnight even though like maybe when I first started this company, if you asked me like at a goal for you, I'd be like, yes, like 100%. But now I think I'm realizing, like you said earlier, that like every level comes new challenges. And so like, I'm not ready to be owning like a multi-million dollar planner company today. It's going to happen eventually. And like, it might happen before I'm ready and I'm going to have to like get ready and like grow into it. And that's what happens. That's how growth happens is when you're uncomfortable. So I don't know, I'm just going on a tangent now. So there's Yeah, that. <laughs> no, no, no. I absolutely love that. And I'm just going to ask you, you know, so for people listening right now who they kind of like what we were saying, they don't necessarily like feel like they want to start a business or yeah. they don't have like a certain passion that they want to throw on an Etsy store, you know, something like that. You know, what would you say is mm-hmm. your best tip for how they can start to just level up their life? Yeah, I love that. So I think that's a great question because again, I think a lot of people think like when we talk, we think the only thing to up-level is becoming an entrepreneur, but I have a lot of clients that are not entrepreneurs that work with me to create their dream life, but it has nothing to do with starting a business. So I think that's like just so important because I would say majority of this world, I don't know the statistics, but like they don't want to be an entrepreneur. I would say actually like being an entrepreneur is a select percentage of people that actually want to do that. And that's okay. Like you don't have to want to do that. And so the best thing and best suggestion I have for you guys is like, take out a journal later. It's my favorite topic. So one, go on Instagram and catch me on my stories, but seriously, like ask yourself, like if nothing mattered, like if you had endless amounts of money, like your current family life didn't like exist necessarily. Like you didn't live where you live right now. Everything's theoretical. It's like, you can build this like dream reality and we can all do this at any time. Like I could do this tomorrow and do this activity. Annie could do this and see if we're actually aligning with like what we really wish we could have or really want. But it's like really asking yourself, like, who would you be if you could do and be anything? So, and write it down. Like, where would you be living? What would you be doing for work? What would you be saying? What kind of lives would you be impacting? What footprint do you want to leave? I think that's like such an important question to ask. What footprint do you want to leave on this planet? Because again, we're all just going through the motions and we're just living life and it's already November and it's going to be December and then it's going to be 2021. And so it's just really crazy how fast life goes and it's never too late to start. First of all, like no matter what age you're at, you can change your life around like different. You can go a different path. 
or even you're never too young either. Like it just doesn't matter, but ask yourself what your dream life would be. Like, would it be speaking on stages? Would it be like working at a nonprofit organization for kiddos and like donating all this money to like huge organizations you want to help? Like, what would that look like? And then like, why not? And I think like, that's the really big thing for us is like, I want you to address your fears because like a lot of people are like, Oh, like, I don't want to talk about my fears. Like, let's just pretend like I don't have them. But I think the next step for you is like actually write down like where the resistance is coming from. And then obviously from there, it's up to you to decide what you're going to do with that and like hire a mentor, hire someone to motivate you, like connect with other like-minded people. Like, you know, you guys see like Annie just had this retreat over the weekend. Like all those women just left, like ready to like kick ass And like, that's what you need. Like you need to surround yourself with those kind of people that are visionaries and they believe in those things and that support you. And then realizing like, it doesn't have to be being an entrepreneur or an Etsy shop. So I have a client who loves kids. Like she loves kids. She's a teacher, but like, she doesn't always feel super fulfilled from teaching and she kind of feels drained and she's not that happy. And so like, she wants to start an organization for kids. So it's not teaching. That's her passion. It's kids and it's impacting kids. So I think it's getting really clear on your purpose and then like your dream life will like lead you to your purpose. If you ask yourself what your dream life is, and if you don't know what your dream life is, I think everyone out there like knows, like, you know, like what an ideal perfect day would look like for you. And then if it's like nothing like where you are right now, it's about talking to yourself through that. Like, why can't you live your dream life? Right. I think honestly, I think there are people out there who have like forced themselves to stop dreaming. So I think that's an amazing exercise. And even to just sit in it and like, you know, disconnect from your phone, don't have anything playing, like be really focused and sit in that until you really think about what you want out of life. I always say guys, like we have one life, like one, literally, like we are here. And I fully believe that we are all meant to do so much freaking more than go to work, be unfulfilled, go to sleep and repeat, you know, and I'm not saying everybody who just, who goes to work is unfulfilled. That's a very huge overstatement. Right. But, but if that's how you're feeling, you know, you have a certain set of skills that I don't have that Rachel doesn't have that nobody else in this world has. You you have a passion that somebody out there is going to benefit from. And I think that's a super cool thing to just think about and a super cool thing to think, you know, okay, well, what if, I went after this thing. What if, you know, what if I started that organization? What if I, you know, sold my house and, you know, traveled the world in an RV for a year, whatever. Like, yeah, like if that's your dream. Yeah. Yeah. I think people forget their hobbies. Like they forget, like a lot of people, you know, they're like just living their life. Maybe they have a family and like, they just get used to like taking care of other people. And I, I obviously understand I don't have kiddos yet and I don't have like a family to understand that, but I think you go through different phases of life. And so it's like reconnecting, like after you've gone through that phase or maybe you're still in it, but it's still finding the enjoyment in every day. And then to like knowing that you have the power to turn it around, like no matter if you are a mom or like you're not, or like whatever, like I think that we all just get stuck in the, like you said, circumstances of where we're at and we play like victim of that. And we're like, well, she can do it because she's single or she can do it because she has a lot of money or she can do it because like she just knew how. And it's like nine times out of 10, that's not the case at all. Right. And I think also like on that, on that whole, oh, she can do it because she's this way. And you know, she has this and she has this skill and she's just cool like that, whatever it is. Like (laughs) guys, like let's all just really realize that we all have 
the same fears. Like, like yeah. we are all scared of failure, of judgment, of, you know, of even there's that aspect thing, of like, yeah. fear of success. You know, that's a thing too. Fear yeah. of doing something new, fear of getting uncomfy, fear of, you know, judgment of whatever, whatever, like all this stuff. Like if you think you are the only person that has those fears, you're completely wrong. And somebody out there, honestly, anybody out there that you see succeeding, they had those fears at one time too, but they just started. They tried things on for size mm-hmm. until they built the belief in themselves to continue doing it, to find the thing that they're passionate about. I love what you said about surrounding yourself with people who like have that vision or that are level up thinkers, because if you're constantly surrounded by people telling you, you know, your life's good enough, this is fine. Yeah. Small thinkers, like that's all your life's going to amount to, which, you know, I don't think you're listening to this podcast if that's all you want to amount to. You know what I mean? I think it's true that like, first of all, the generations before us, I think they thought a little bit differently. I think that's true. Like, I think our parents, I mean, I don't know, but like everyone's parents, but I know my parents, like my grandma and like everything was like, it is like in a way like playing small because it's like, that's the normal thing to do. And I think breaking normal is like what we've all brought to the table. And I think it's pretty freaking cool. If you think about actually like how many things like we're all doing at, like, we're just going for these things. No, I, I totally agree, honestly, though. And think about this, like in you going for these things and in in you pursuing something more like you're inspiring somebody else to do it too. And I think that's beautiful. So if you think for one second, guys, if you're listening to this, you know, oh, I want to start XYZ. I want to try XYZ, you know, whatever it is, doesn't have to be a business like we've been saying, but just know that yes, you're going to have the people that don't understand you, that judge you, that even might say some rude things about you. (laughs) I talked in my episode it was one of my first episodes, I don't even know, but about how much hate and, and actually like I had memes made about me. I had very mean girls say some nasty things about me, whatever, whatever. So like, you're going to have that group of people that's inevitable, just accept it, move on. But you're also going to have the group of people that are hella inspired by what you're doing. And that because you went for yourself, they're going to have the permission to go for their dreams. You know what I mean? Love that. I remembered what I was going to say. So, and like, I think it ties in perfectly to like, kind of like wrap this up for everyone. Like, obviously we could talk for hours about this and I'm going to have, yeah. And like, we're going to do more about this, but I think this is such a cool thing for everyone to just sit, like, think about this. And I am obsessed with thinking about it, even for myself, because I could have stayed in that other job. I told you guys about made pretty good money, liked what I was doing, impacted lives. Like the kids I was working with, I was impacting lives. I was changing lives, but like it wasn't the greatest impact I knew like I could make in the way that I wanted to make it. So I want you guys to like picture like you're sitting in a room and there's like four different screens like in front of you with like a little like rocky path of like stones to get to each screen. So (laughs) kind of like, what's that movie? Wizard of Oz. I'm like, I'm acting like, I don't know. I'm just trying to paint you guys a visual. And then there's these like big screens or maybe it's a door that you're picturing. There's four different doors or screens or whatever. And there are four different like paths that you could take. There are four different realities and parallel like universes, parallel realities of what your life could amount to. And it's like, you go down one door and it's like, okay, this could be a pretty great life for Annie or for Rachel. Like this could be pretty cool, right? Like she's complacent. She's happy. She's comfortable. She's doing good, whatever. And then it's like, she's in that door, you know, you're the teacher, you're the person that works with the kiddos at work. 
And then the next door is like a completely different path. Like maybe one that you never even thought you were going to go down. And then the next one is like the path. Like this is like glowing with like gold and sparkles and everything. And it's like, this is freaking meant for you. And so, and then the other one's just like another option. But I think like we all have these options and like parallel universes, like realities that could work for us and could be great. But I think there's one that's like the one. And I think that when you're in it, you know, you're in it. And when you're not in it, you know, you're not in it, but you're not tapping into that. And so if you Mm -hmm. have a desire, like Annie said, it was given to you for you to look at it. If doors are closing around you, there's a reason for it. I mean, like everyone's transitioning at different times, closing doors, opening doors for a reason. And so I don't know. I hope that that like visual was like inspiring for you because I think if you really think about it, I really believe that. I think that we were like all, we're, we're all here. Like we do have different ways life could turn out and some are going to be good still, but like one is the one that like you're going to thrive forever and like make the most of a difference in. I, I'm obsessed with that visual. I've never even thought about it like that. But the crazy thing is like we, we could just stick with that first door and yeah. it takes a lot of discomfort to just to continue down the path until you get to that third door. You know what I mean? So I love that you painted that for everybody. It's kind of the whole thing of like, then this could be a whole other episode, but like the <laughs> passing good for great, you know, or that whole idea, which I think is a super cool concept too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Well, again, we could literally chat for freaking hours. Guys, if you (laughs) love this episode, go hit up Rachel on social media, which we're actually going to find. I'm going to ask her where, you know, where we can find her. But first y'all all all know what I end every podcast with. So Rachel, I don't, I don't, (laughs) I prepped you for this. Okay. So I always ask everybody a hard no and a hell yes. So this doesn't have to do anything with the episode. This can be like hard. No, never eat anchovies and hell yes go to Disney World. It can be so random or it can have to do with, you know, this kind of concept that we're talking about life coaching wise. So you have to give us one of each and take a shot. Like totally random. Okay. Hard yes would be like glitter and unicorns and coffee. And then a hard no would be living a complacent life. I'm going to go with the topic of the episode. I love that. I love that. Guys, if you don't follow Rachel, you don't know that she's a glitter queen. Actually, she has a pre, I've actually been using it on Instagram stories. She has a preset thing or a filter and it's all glitter and it's so fun. And so she is just like sparkle, glow, unicorns, fun colors, bright, just like all the fun things. So that is like, so your vibe. And I love that. So where can people find you? Yeah. So I feel like it gets confusing with like two brands. So I do have two like separate Instagrams. I try to keep like the vibes different. So if you want like the personal development, you want like Rachel Marie lifestyle and you want business tips, like all those things, all those things we just talked about that is at, at Rach Marie official on Instagram. But if you want to learn more about the planners, the planners were developed by me. They have life coaching in them every single day for you guys. It's literally 10 minutes for you to devote to your day. So even if you're not a planner person, I think you should still check our Instagram out. It's at gogettergirlco. And then our website is www.gogettergirlco.com. And we'll have, we'll like link everything in the bottom. But if this episode resonated with you, I do have a free go-getter course. That's going to help you get clarity on what you want out of life. And so it's literally everything we talked about. It's like four to five modules for you guys for free. So if you're listening right now and you want access in, I will send you the link. Just DM me go-getter on Instagram. 
and I will send it to you. <laughs> Love that. Also, guys, if you want to check out the planner, go ahead and the link is going to be in the show notes below, but use code Annie at checkout, A-N-N-I-E, and you can get a quick little discount. And just so Rachel can know that you came from here, but yeah. for real, for real, even if you're not somebody that like maps out their day, which Actually, to be quite honest, I think if you listen to my podcast, I just talk so much about journaling and planning your day and being intentional. If you haven't jumped into that yet, here's a physical product to get you to jump into that. It's so important. But anyway, Rachel, thank you so much for your time and your energy and your words and your wisdom and your inspiration yes. and just being you. And so I love fun. you so much. See, like after this call, I'm hyped up. And so it's like connecting yourself with people that reconnect you to your why. So get you friends like Annie. And I wouldn't know Annie. I literally messaged her like legit how we met was, I have to share it before the episode's over. But I remember I was like at home, like visiting my family. I was on Instagram, so bored out of life. Like I was bored at home. And I like was on the explore page and I found you and I, you were like really tan. You got my attention, like your preset and you had like your Mercedes. And I was like, who is this girl? So I clicked on it and I started like creeping you. This was like when you were going through, I think Arbonne had like one of their big events and like you had a yeah. gown on and like all this stuff. And I was like, who is she? So anyways, <laughs> I started following you. And then I'm pretty sure all I did was like DM you. And I was like, literally like, I'm obsessed with your vibes. And you actually replied and like we're in completely different professions technically like in a way like we're not working for the same brands or anything like right. that but we still talked and like you still gave me the time of day I have your number like we're friends like you know what I mean and so I didn't know Annie we don't live in the same state but I know I could call her if I needed to and I think that's like really cool yeah oh my god and honestly that just goes to show like there are so many people out there who could be your people and they yeah. might not be living in your neighborhood <laughs> yeah so go find them, go make connections with them. Cause Rachel has just honestly been a huge light in my life. Just somebody that honestly, <laughs> honestly, guys, this is just like a real inside scoop here. You know, Rachel <laughs> hires somebody and I'm like, Hey, who is that? <laughs> you know, do I need help with that? You know? And she, she's connected me with so many amazing people. Shout out Lily, shout out Mariel. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, I so appreciate you just like as a friend, as an amazing businesswoman. So all the things. Thank you, Annie. Thank you guys for listening. And don't be shy. DM me, go get her. Don't be like, oh my God, like she's going to say something to me. Like I promise I'll just send you the link. Keep it chill. <laughs> and then you can have fun with the course. <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, thanks guys for Bye. tuning in. And I cannot wait to chat with you next week. Yay. Bye, Thank everyone. you. See you guys. Bye. That is all for today, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Hey, I'd be so grateful if you took one second to send this podcast to one person you know would love it. And also don't forget, leave a five-star review because honestly, go big or freaking go home, Becky, okay? <laughs> don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or a follow if you're listening through Spotify. Also, go ahead and check this out at letsgetuncomfy.podcast and myself at Annie underscore fit life fit me on Instagram. Tag us in your stories. Let me know how you're getting uncomfy and what you loved about today's episodes. Now go do it. Go get uncomfy. Pursue what others consider unlikely. I double dog area.